Oh, this is recording the whole time. Great. Yeah. Um, hey, everybody. How's it going? What's up, y'all? Oh, man. I'm sorry. I am <laughs> beat. Like, I am tired. I don't know about everybody else, but today was a long day. It feels like it's Thursday. I'm going to say it's close to Friday, though. Yeah. That's all that really matters. I hate that I live like that, though. Like, ooh, got to wait all the way until Friday. I feel like a lot of people live like that. Like, even people who don't necessarily, it's not like a Friday, but it's like, oh, I can't wait till Tuesday. Like, I know I don't have anything to do. So, yeah. you're not alone. I guess I'm in good company. Shout out to us. Um, well, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope that uh, you guys, hello. Um, I hope that you guys are not just surviving, but thriving. Hope life is treating you all well. How are you? I'm um, I'm alive. I'm a blessed and highly favored to be alive. There you go. Listen. There you go. That's important. Um, all right. So, as we all know, let me sit up. I look like a potato. Ugh, all right. Okay, guys. Hey. Um, as we all know, Father's Day is coming up. Shout out to all the dads out there. Um, it's it's a big deal. I think um, you made a point a few seconds ago. You were saying how Father's Day isn't as celebrated as Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, and I think I think it should be equal. I don't get me wrong. We all know moms do a lot, but I think that when you have an active, good dad in your life, he deserves his props. You know. So today we are going to discuss dads: the good, the bad, the indifferent dads. Um, I'll start, I guess. You cool with that? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I really think that, like you said, Father's Day isn't, uh, as big as Mother's Day. Um, and I feel like there are really, truly like some really good dads out there. Like even dads who aren't like the most amazing, you know, they don't make eight figures. They can't get you everything that you want. The big Birkin bag. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know what kind of dad is buying one of those, but, uh. <laughs> All right. Listen, there's the daddies and then there's zaddies. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, to all the zaddies out there, <laughs> y'all will get a day one day, I'm sure. Um, but I feel like, um, especially for me, because I, I, I have, and I say have because I do, um, I have two dads. Um, and I, I feel like some of us are blessed with, like, these amazing people and and we really don't sit and think about fatherhood and all that it entails. Because it's easy to make a kid. Anybody can make a kid, truly. But it takes a lot to step up and be a dad. Or, like, to commit to it. Because some people, I feel like step up is such a weird... Way. Like, yeah, like, it's like, all right, well, I guess I got to do it. Uh, 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 yeah. Not the dry voice. Exactly. But, like, when you, like, commit to, like, when you want to be a dad. Like, I think that's so crazy. Like, what makes you want to do that? Genuinely, I want to know, like, what, like, what in your brain says, like, we ready, let's do it, offspring. No, I think, like you said, I think it takes a special type of person to really sit there and take on someone else's children who aren't theirs, whether it's the father or the dad, but I see it, men struggle with it a bit more sometimes, whereas I feel like women will, you know, some women aren't for it, which I, you know, get, but... I usually see women jumping into it more so than I do men. So it definitely takes a special type of man to sit there and step up. But yeah, like you said, I 
I definitely don't think Father's Day is as big as Mother's Day. Like, you'll see all the balloons and you'll see the flowers, the candies. The mm -hmm. You're thinking about your mom's gift like a month in advance. Whereas, like, what is today? Father's Day is next week, mm -hmm. really? Ask me if I have a gift for my dad or if I have any clue of what I want to get my father. It's so hard shopping for dads, but I just, I don't know. I Dads are different. And I don't know if it's also because we're women and mm. sometimes men and women just don't get along sometimes. Mm. So I feel like sometimes it's a, it's also just like that, that behind the scenes relationship that definitely plays a major role in that, that connection that you have with your dad over your mom. And I see it a lot with girls where it's like, well, it could be anyone really, but usually women tend to have a stronger connection with their mother as they grow older because there's certain things that they're going to go through that their mom's been through that their dad hasn't been through and sometimes men just don't get it so mm -hmm. it's a it's like a hmm. like I know I love my dad but hmm, mommy what's up <laughs> I think I think there is that uh easy bond because we're both chicks so it's like mm, okay you have experienced this so let me ask you about that like there's there's more of that even playing field whereas with dads um and i know there are a lot of people who are like oh i'm a girl dad uh, right okay yeah. I, yeah i hear you i hear you I hear you. you got your little daddy's girls or whatever but like i i 100 percent agree like i'm way closer to my mom and um that's nothing against my dads but i'm just way closer to my mom like there was a point where like my siblings would go and like hang out with my dad and they'd be like are you coming and i'm like nah, no no stay home like but again we had two separate households like my parents co-parented so my other two siblings were much closer to him than i was and over time you know i kind of figured maybe we should balance this out a little bit so i started spending some time with my dad and like we definitely have a relationship but i think it's like you said men and women are different and everyone's relationship with any parent is always going to be what it's going to be right um in some cases it's a little bit more rocky especially when you have two totally different personalities yeah if i had a dime for every time my dad called me weird i wouldn't have had to go to college i would have just went straight and opened up the business because like i'd be loaded he mm -hmm. you know like everyone is their own person their own uh individual whatever you want to call it and sometimes things just don't mesh. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I definitely feel like growing up, you know, when I was a kid, like a child, like running around, playing around the house, like I was definitely a daddy's girl. But as I got older, it was just like, a, you know, my dad didn't really understand the changes that I was going through the same way my mom did. You know, my dad is like, why does she want to do this? And my mom was like, well, she's growing up. Like mm -hmm. she's going to want to do these things. Or I remember one time I wanted to, you know, my room is purple now. Like I wanted to paint my room purple because purple's been my favorite color this is a fuchsia but <laughs> i like the color purple but you know it was just like a, why does she want to do that like that's stupid whereas my mom was like it's like a, a freedom of expression like it's nothing wrong with her wanting to you know change it but for him it was just like a i don't understand so it's like whereas you know she just got it so sometimes like even if it's the other way around sometimes the dad will get in the mom doesn't but mm -hmm. for me it's usually my mom gets it right away and then my dad like kind of just like all right like follow suit so that relationship man that relationship plays such a huge role and i think also it starts very very early on mm -hmm. 
So if you have like those awkward interactions earlier in your childhood, that definitely rolls over into adulthood. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that, you know, parents in general sometimes don't understand. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that, you know, they say it as, oh, it was just something that happened in your childhood. And we we talked about this before. When actually it was (laughs) something that was really traumatic in your child's life. Or not even traumatic, but something that just meant something to them. Like I know one of my um, closer friends... Or closer friends. I hate saying, you know how you hate saying certain words because, like, I don't, I ain't close enough to you. <laughs> One of my friends, um, she was saying how her father had called her a B word in an argument one time when they were, I think she was like in high school or middle school, but it was fairly earlier on. But they were like, they would really go at it sometimes because they were so alike that they were both very strong minded and you can tell, like, how alike they are if you were to meet them. So it's so funny, but. He was, she was just saying how she held on to that for so long. And then one day her dad was like, why do you, you know, have this kind of distance with me? She was like, well, when you called me, you know, the B word at so-and-so age, that really affected me. And he was like, I didn't even thought, think to think that you would still hold on to that. But you just never know what is, what can be said, what can be done that's really going to affect that relationship. Yeah. And I know a lot of women who, I don't want to say have daddy issues, but who just have had, you know, a different type of relationship with their father that's affected them as they've grown up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some women still want that, you know, type of relationship with their dad. But as you grow up and get older, sometimes you don't want anymore. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you tend to cling on to your mother a bit more. So you still have some type of um, parental guidance in your life. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a very good point that you pointed out. The relationship definitely starts earlier on. And I think a lot of people fail to think about it. And this isn't just for girls, but I think it really applies to girls. Your father is the first relationship that you have with a man. Um, unless, you know, unfortunately he's deceased or something like that, well, which doesn't make sense. But your father is like the first relationship that you have with a guy. So it's like he kind of sets the stage for, I guess, what you would seek out. Yeah. Um, for some people, it's a hard no. Um, and then for some people it's like, no, my dad's like really cool. Like I want my husband to be just like him. And the same thing with boys, like your father is your image or like kind of like the role model for what you should be like as a man. Um, there's a song called Daughters by John Mayer. And if you haven't heard it, I listen, if you don't listen to John Mayer, I don't blame you. He has a very questionable past. But I personally heard it a few years ago and literally whenever it comes on, like my eyes kind of start to well up, like it just hits different. And essentially in the song, he's saying like, fathers be good to your daughters because daughters, fathers be good to your daughters, daughters will love like you do. Girls become lovers who turn into mothers, so mothers be good to your daughters too. Yeah. So basically he's telling fathers like, you have to, with this role that you have taken on, whether you chose it or not. (laughs) You have to set the right image because in the song, like the girl that he's dating is like really guarded. She doesn't trust men. She has quote unquote daddy issues, which is a lot of undegreed, unlicensed psychiatrists walking around or therapists that are just going around like you've got daddy issues. You've got daddy issues. John Mayer is one of them. Um, It's definitely like the first interaction that you have with someone like uh, of that caliber I guess and I think a lot of men don't realize that so when um, not to speak on your friend's business but when her dad 
made the decision to call her out of her name like that. It's just like, that shocked me. Cause me and my dad have gone at it. Me and Glenn have gone at it. And I wouldn't fix my lips to call him out of his name. So I would hope and pray <laughs> that the respect is mutual. But wow. Wow, yeah, no, y'all definitely have lasting effects on us. I don't understand how parents be missing it. You're not scarred by some of the stuff your parents <laughs> did. Like, no, for real. Like, I just, I don't understand how parents just don't catch on. And, you know, it's, again, it goes back to our previous conversation that people and our parents are human, so mm -hmm. they're going to make mistakes. Um, and, you know, it comes to us as children at a certain point, especially when you have, like, a, an estranged relationship from your parents to sit there and say like I want to work this out or whether it's not worth it mm -hmm. and I think sometimes we get a lot of backlash especially um when we don't want to when we won't don't necessarily want to take that first step mm -hmm. um because it's like oh you know we're supposed to obey our parents and things like that but it's like what if your parent is doing wrong like we we automatically if the child's doing wrong it's going to be pointed out it's mm -hmm. like a, I'm your parent you're supposed to respect me blah 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 blah, blah. Mm -hmm. but it's like what if you're the person doing something wrong? Are you as quick to jump and, you know, say sorry? Like, obviously, with that particular situation, it was never a sorry. It had to be, okay, like, what's wrong? And then the sorry came, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I think with men, sometimes, you know, they're taught to be so hard and they're taught to, again, be the provider. They're taught to be this, that, and third. So sometimes I can understand where that emotional disconnect comes when you have a daughter specifically and, you know, we're taught to be a bit more, you know, I don't want to say prissy because prissy is not the word, but we're taught and we naturally are emotion a bit more emotional than men. So when you have this emotional young child who's over here saying, you know, she likes pink and purple and how this is beautiful and that's beautiful and your, your best explanation is, yeah, all right, <laughs> that's nice. But like, how do you, you have to grow as a person to really sit there and start to open up, especially for your daughter, if not even yourself. Because now you're raising another person. Like, it's not just about you anymore and your own past traumas and the things that you've been through. It's about helping them and guiding them along as well. So sometimes you have to, you know, put that aside. But again, I, in my experience, I've just seen moms and aunts and grandmothers and da 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 do that. Whereas the dads and sometimes the uncles aren't as, um, you know, they're not jumping to go and help so I think there we can't always again we can't always fault them because there are things that they have to deal with and to their nature they're not always very vocal but there are men out there who are very good at communicating but at the same time it's like do you communicate well because you were brought up in a household where you guys communicated or did you have to learn it on your own because it, it could go either way women are going to have to learn how to do certain things men are going to have to do certain things but again from my experience it's just more so men having to learn how to communicate better, especially again, when they have uh, daughters. And honestly, it baffles me. And I know like this is a thing that is kind of expected, but I, I it genuinely baffles me that men fail to uh, pick that skill up. Like I feel like those interpersonal, like good listening skills, good, uh, you know, learning to speak when spoken, not speak when spoken to but like being able to like I hear what you said now let me explain how I feel but I also receive what you said and I'm not going to diminish what you have to say and not all men are like this so I right. just put that out there but I feel like it's really really weird because if you don't pick up those skills 
you're just going to keep raising people who also don't pick up those skills who will then raise more people it, it's a horrible cycle guys and um, <laughs> genuinely like i sit and i think about it because it's like um glenn was much different from guilford which guilford is my biological dad glenn is my i hate this word stepdad um but bonus dad yeah <laughs> bonus dad there you go um glenn was raised by his mom um he had a relationship with his dad but glenn was raised by his mom and glenn and guilford i mean like most people are very different but just like the way that they parented also was very different i feel like Glenn was more of a listener mm -hmm. and he wanted to hear what you had to say even if he didn't agree with it and mm -hmm. he was going to cut you off probably he <laughs> wanted to hear what you had to say for the most part whereas like with Guilford it's like it's my way or the highway we're not about to sit here and talk about this I actually was having a conversation with him a few weeks ago and he was like well I want to know what you have to say about this and as soon as I like tried to get it out it oh. was like boom <laughs> And he just started talking over me and I'm like, all right, well, never mind and forget it. I guess you don't know, want to know. Like, it's just so crazy. And honestly, I know a lot of people say that women can't raise men, but I feel like there are some guys when, like, when they're only raised by their moms, forgive me for saying it. Oh my goodness. Forgive me for saying it. They come out a little bit better. I'm hollering. I'm sorry. It's like they have the equal balance of testosterone and estrogen, something right there. I don't know. It's just like. But I feel like a lot of people are going to argue that they come out seeming a bit more feminine. Like they're just a bit more touched with their feminine side. So they can often come off as a little bit more flamboyant than masculine. And some women are into that. I don't really mind it because if you want to sit here and shop with me for different scents and you got different body washes that you're about to put me on, put me on. But some women are like. Why do you know that Bath and Body Works is having a sale, and why do you want to come? Like, you know what I'm saying? But but it, it, why it comes with that, that territory. <laughs> June 14th, guys, semi-annual sale. Um, no, but I just I, I agree. I feel like you definitely get that. Oh, he's a little too feminine for me, or he's a little like too sweet, a little sissy-ish. But I genuinely feel like if you are able to like find a balance and be a normal human being I don't see nothing wrong with that I'd rather that than for you to be like macho ooh, like just like not trying to have any kind like let your guard down y'all so quick to say everybody's so guarded like you let your guard down so we can have a normal conversation and um just like like going back to the parenting styles I feel like um my dad was he had both <clears throat> both of his parents in his life and they literally did everything for my dad like they give them the friggin' shirt off their backs if they had to. And just seeing like the difference between, again, men who are raised by single moms and then men who are raised in the nuclear family household. I can only speak on my situation, but I like, I don't know, it's, it's baffling to me. And um, even with my two brothers, for the most part, my mom, like I said, they co-parented, but my mom was a single mom. So seeing how my brother turned out boy i'm ready to but like with justin it's like he's nothing like glenn in my opinion like i don't know but he's also very young like he's not he hasn't fully grown into his own person yet he's still learning a lot about himself like not to say he don't have his own mm -hmm. personality but he still oh, has he some time yeah. to <laughs> he still has some time to fully get up there 100 mm -hmm. percent 
hopefully in due time, it, you know, starts to click and everything is gravy. Cause yeah, I don't know. I just, I think the question that I really would like to sit down and just like ask, even if it's just like my own parents or like we're at a family get together and I just go around the room with a microphone. Mm. Like I genuinely want to know like what made you want to be a dad and if you didn't want to be a dad like what made you stick around because let's not sit here and pretend like men don't skate like it's a little easier for y'all to skate than it is for for women to skate because i still gotta hold it down for <laughs> nine months before I exactly go like i i kind of i'm incubating it you know <laughs> but i just incubating it. I, I genuinely would like to know like what made and then if you weren't ready like because you know a lot of people say um for women it's natural but for men you know like they have to hold the baby or they have to like something some moment has to happen what moment was that for them because it's like i'm 25 right now that took a lot to say i'm 25 right now i'm 25 too y'all yeah i mean they know we the same age <laughs> listen listen but no People are already asking me, like, when are you going to have kids? When are you going to have kids? Same. When are you going to have... And I'm we just had like... Y'all got to chill. Like, first yeah. off, who says I'm ready to have kids? And then secondly, you got to find somebody. Consensual, willing right. mate. You know, I'm not just having a child with anyone. And no, ma'am. No, sir. Like, that's that's a big commitment. I got to be stuck with you for more than 18 years. Yeah, I love what people like be you like. You could just hit return to sender sometimes. I'd be confused y'all yeah <laughs> like it's very baffling and it's people really be like oh it's just 18 years and then we done no like there's still gonna be a part of your life especially if the child has a relationship with their like parents the wedding the the baby showers the gender reveals because y'all like holidays, to do those yeah holidays life, i don't know exactly like graduations and stuff like that like these are not at 18 unless you and your kid in cahoots Y'all don't just get to kick people to the side. So it's like, what really like was the moment that you were like, all right, I got to step into fatherhood. And then I would love to know, like, what is your like proudest moment as a dad? Because mm. I feel like everybody's answer would be different. Okay, yeah. And I would just love to know, like, what made you feel like, yeah, I did that. I mean, I can't, obviously I'm not a dad, so I can't, and I'm not a mom either, so I can't speak on it, but mm -hmm. I don't think anyone is really ever fully prepared to be a parent until it happens. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, when it happens, you have a choice to make, whether you want to make that choice to stick around and try to figure it out, or whether you, like you said, you want to skate. But some people who skate, they tend to come back and realize, you know, I shouldn't have done that. And sometimes it's, detrimental to your child because depending on when you try decide to come back 18 years later i didn't had you for 18 years and now yeah. usually 18 is the quote-unquote age where you're supposed to go out there and explore and be on your own and now it's like you want to come and build a relationship mm -hmm. and that's not necessarily how it works so i i, I can't say what really makes someone want to be or especially a dad be a dad you know i think sometimes with men it's having that that like you said that right father figure or that that figure in your life that kind of just wakes you up sometimes and, and, and the same thing with anyone sometimes you just need that that outside opinion to really just wake you up mm -hmm. and I think also you see people stepping up to the plate when they see someone else taking on that role and it's like dag that should be me but mm -hmm. I just you know chose not to do it or I didn't do it to the best of my ability or sometimes you have people who 
aren't necessarily ready, think they're ready, um, and then try to do it. And they're like, I don't want to, you know, ruin it. I don't want to mess this up. I know I, I need to get myself together mm-hmm. before I can really be the, the mother or the father that my child really needs. So sometimes it's appropriate for them to step out of the way because I don't necessarily want to have to be six years old and worrying about my dad falling downstairs because he's a, a manic al- alcoholic and mm-hmm. you know now I'm in danger too like that's a situation where it's like I will understand why you walked away you know yeah. I wish you would have done it before or earlier on when I was a child or a baby but you know sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles so mm-hmm. um yeah I can't say what really makes anyone want to be a parent but I can't say for women Usually we do have that motherly instinct that kicks in and some people don't or some people kind of when the baby's here, it's kind of like you panic. You start getting uh, what is it? Postpartum depression and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it can go either way. But yeah, sometimes it's just that one moment that really just wakes you up and says, this is for me. (laughs) This is for life. Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, I want to touch on what you just said, because it's like. People who know, I guess, when to walk away or make the decision like this is what's best for the child. I was thinking about this as I was like, I guess, brainstorming or whatever. But like, I genuinely think that I would not be upset if, and I don't foresee myself doing this, but if my child's father, um, my husband was like a crackhead or like a you know alcoholic Mm. or just like hmm, mentally like mentally unfit Mm -hmm. to raise a child I don't think I would be mad at him for like saying I don't think I can do this and I think I mean it really it's it's based on the circumstances it really depends but like if it's something that you can't help you know I cannot force you to take care of this child I mean yes we could go to court we could you know go to counseling we could do all these things but if it's not in you Mm -hmm. I think that's when you kind of just have to know like to like let it go right I don't know if you've ever seen the movie black and white I think that's the name of it it's got like Octavia Spencer and what is this man's name if I I see his face but I can't some old white guy (laughs) I'm screaming no but okay so in the movie basically um the little girl is mixed Her mom is white. Her dad is black. Yes. And like the mom died and the dad is still alive, but he was never in the child's life. Mm. So after the mom dies, the uh, Octavia Spencer, the grandmother, she's like, you're going to try to keep her away from us. And we don't think that's fair. So they went to court to try to get custody of the little girl. So throughout the film, they're going back and forth. And then the dad comes back into the picture because his mom, Octavia Spencer, is like, you have to prove that you want this little girl or they're going to take her away from us. Mm. The dad was a drug addict and a gangbanger. And he just he was all over the place. Um, And when it came like time for him to testify in court or whatever, of course, he was going along with the script that the mom had given him. But eventually he was just like, your honor, I'm not fit to be her father. Like not at this point in my life. I can't do it. It's not for me which I honestly commended him for because I would rather you, you know, be like, look, right now we ain't got it. I can't do it. You know, like then for you to take the child and like you said, endanger them, put them in harm's way or put me in harm's way. Shoot. Have me ready to fight you in the middle of the street. They call the cops. I'm locked up. Now the baby's stuck with you. Like what in the world? No. So I just, I think that 
it takes a lot of strength to not skate because if you just leave trifling but if you have like a legit like reasoning behind it and it's agreed upon Mm -hmm. mutually then i can't fault you for that to a certain extent yeah and i the story that i'm thinking in my head is not related to a a dad but it was a mom specifically Mm -hmm. who you know just was completely unhappy with her life and it was starting to affect her her parenting Mm -hmm. um you know she was doing i think she was I don't remember, it was on another podcast that I was listening to, but she explained how she was in a situation that just wasn't right, so she literally just packed up, I think she was in an abusive relationship or something like that, mm. actually, and she just packed up, packed her kids up, and rode on to her parents' house, That she was in a completely different state, some ways away, and, you know, she got there, and she was just like, I don't have a job, like, I have two kids, like, what am I going to do, and she had a love for, um... I think it was yoga or something like that, but it was trap related. So she had a spin on it. So then she started traveling and, you know, it really became a thing, but she had to make that choice. Like I have to leave my kids with my parents for X amount of time in order to really sit here and pursue this dream. But I know this dream will help me provide for them. So mm-hmm. as a parent, like that has to be one of the hardest things. Cause you don't necessarily, you're not like, leaving your child. You're not neglecting your child, but to still want to, fulfill this dream and provide a ways and not be miserable and mm-hmm. all this other stuff so when a parent specifically a father leaves like like you said I just want to know sometimes what goes through your head like are you thinking like I'm just not fit right now or like F this I don't want to do this yeah. or is it like a, I didn't want this from the beginning like mm-hmm. you you forced this on me mm-hmm. like what, what goes right <laughs> what was the reason exactly what was the reason <laughs> because you know like you said it's one thing if you if you do this and then you come back and you say okay like when you were first born or when I was around at the time I was not fit like this was what's going on with me so now it's more so like I'm trying to explain to you because you know and many times like when you're younger you're not really understanding what's happening mm-hmm. but when you get to a certain age I think you know you can come and sit down because but it, it just sucks you know because realistically you want it to go well you want the child to be understanding but that doesn't always happen because I know there's plenty of people I know who have sort of a, a disconnect or a resentment with their dad or their mom mm-hmm. because you know they still hold on to them not being there even mm-hmm. though they've tried to explain like hey like I was not right you yeah. know and I really sat there and I'm trying to get everything together I'm trying to show you that you know I'm here for you I'm ready but it's like sometimes I'm just like you're trying to do it on your own terms and I'm not here for it but Mm -hmm. you know in those type of situations I would hope that you know you try to hear them out but I can't sit there and say how I really react either especially if I've been with like so and so we've been struggling for so long and I'm seeing you out there struggling but now you're doing better like and now you're trying to come back and tell me but you didn't know all this stuff you know Mm -hmm. so it's a it's a hard it's a hard pill to swaddle Swaddle. <laughs> Swallow. No, I I think you really touched on it. Like you will always as a child wonder whether it's your mom, your dad, your this, your that, you know, why didn't why didn't you stick around? Why didn't you choose me? Why didn't why couldn't we have worked it out? You left me at the age of three, like, you know, that type no, <laughs> for real, like I don't think that should be something that kids have to like 
go there. Go, yeah, like I feel like nobody should go through that, but like especially like if you were present and then you just decided to leave. I feel like that's a bit more detrimental than it is like I just never knew you. Mm-hmm. Um which I hmm cuz I don't want to sound like crazy or nothing, but I do commend the genuine ones who want to come back in your life not because you didn't made it big not because you know you just got signed to the lakers or something like that like but because they genuinely like i got it together now together now and i can like be what you need from me now or something along those lines um i can't tell you how many people i know who have like these really skewed relationships with just their dads i don't understand it and i don't think it's a trend or anything i genuinely think that there's like i don't know some sort of norm within society where it's like i could be close with my mom that's normal that's acceptable but you you with the penis no 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 it's not like i don't know what it is like i and like again i know a lot of people who are daddy's girls or who are like really really close with their dads but then after a while they kind of just like okay that was cute mm-hmm. we doing something else now and i just i i would want to like call me nosy i would want to sit down with them and be like so what happened like what changed like yeah w- what like i get you grew up you got older but like what changed like how did the dynamic go from, oh, we used to go every Saturday to the park and hit, you know, play hoops or hit the ball or have tea time or whatever the heck it is that y'all do, um, to we could walk right past each other in the house and just kind of be like, it is what it is. And I don't know. I just, I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's like you said you're changing your dad is changing and it's sometimes it gets weird you know like Mm -hmm. you you see them now if you have like a a, I'm not gonna say a real dad but if you have a dad who's been there consistently from my experience they'll never not look at you as that little girl Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's where that problem comes in because realistically you know, at least for me, my mom started realizing the changes in me, in me a bit earlier on, whereas my dad was still trying to hold on to me and like, you know, not get me to grow up because he's seen me as this little kid who's running around saying, daddy, daddy. And then now I'm not crying. Y'all I have something in my eye. But um, <laughs> who's saying no tears, <laughs> who's saying daddy, daddy. And now you're just like, oh, what's up? Like, I'm going out with my friends or oh, I'm going here, or, you know, I got this new job, so now I'm moving. Like, sometimes for men, it could just be a bit overwhelming because they're like, uh, whoa, like, what's happening to my my child? Whereas women are, you know, dad's leaving, but, you know, you want to push them forward. And Mm -hmm. for me, at least, having different conversations and actually listening to what my dad has had to say and learning about him has really brought our relationship a lot closer because there's times where it's just like a, I really can relate to what you're saying like you know like you're like like I said they're totally still human and going back to that narrative of men always having to be strong and being the provider um that that plays a role in their life and those relationships sometimes because sometimes it's not the fact that they don't want to sit there and you know play with you or um 
you know, have those type of conversations, but they have to, you know, remain at a certain stature or else life is just going to start beating them down. And that's Mm -hmm. not to say that you can't find a balance between, you know, having an emotional connection and still, you know, uh, presenting your masculinity, but sometimes it can get hard. So for me, at least as a woman, it's been having those type of conversations, trying to relate and understand his story because he has a story the same way I have a story. Mm-hmm. I just don't always ask about it the way I may ask my mom. Yeah. So it's like, a, if you're not going to tell me, then let me, like you said, let me sit down and say, okay, like when you were growing up, what was that like? Like my dad was the fifth or sixth child of eight. So, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot going on with eight kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of different personalities, like you said, in one household. So you're not growing up with, you know, you and your parents and you're getting all the attention they're noticing. Like, Mm -hmm. you start to grow into your own person in a household and sometimes you're not always, you know, you don't always have the spotlight because your brother's doing this, your sister's doing that, like, you're doing okay, so I don't have to worry about you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, naturally that starts to affect them. So I had to really sit there and take the time to listen to his story Mm -hmm. and not necessarily turn to something about me, but listening to it through him. Yeah. And listening to it to understand, like, this is this is what it is. I can't change anything. We can move forward from this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what's happened has happened. So yeah. I think, like you said before, just sitting down asking, like, why is this so? Or, like, what's happening? It's, it's those conversations that need to be had that aren't always had that mm-hmm. make such a huge difference. Like, again, my friend finally having that conversation with her dad about her calling the B word or... Shorty talking about, you know, we playing hoops, but now we not. Like, what's up? Like, those type of conversations make a world of difference mm-hmm. in um, our relationships with our dads. I was going to say 100%. Uh, not definitely. I, when you think about it, it's, it's like you said, they're human. We've touched on this. Parents are human. They go through things just like we go through things. And just like we don't always want to tell them what's going on, they don't always want to tell us what's going on. And I think... That when you do take that time out, especially if they're willing to talk to you, I feel like, I guess I can, no, I ain't going to say that because I don't, I don't feel like I did that. But like, I feel like most of the time people don't want to sit down and like talk with their dad. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the conversation that people would rather not have because mm-hmm. it's like, he about to tell me how it was when he was growing up and he going to sit here and ridicule me and probably compare my, my situation to his situation, blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't know. I feel like, and I say blessed because I, I, I really do feel like having your parents are a blessing because these are the people that molded you. They nurtured you, all that good stuff. Um, when you are blessed with the opportunity to be able to turn to them at the breakfast table or like sit down and watch a movie with them and okay, the movie went off. So how was your day kind of vibes? Like, I think you should really take full advantage of that because if there's no real issue that exists and you just kind of like don't want to be bothered with them because you don't want to be bothered with them, I think the issue, it falls on you because you aren't taking the time out to really like get to know your old man as people like to call him. Like I I get it. Old people can be weird. I don't know how old y'all's parents are, but I know. My dad ain't no senior. I may joke with him and call him a senior, <laughs> but he ain't really no senior. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I like to think all of our parents are either like 
early 50s, maybe mid 50s. I don't know. Some I mean, people... no, because remember, we had old boy and old girl in middle school and their parents was up there. You know exactly what I'm talking about because you make the face. Stop it. So it depends on your situation. Yeah, uh, again. Um, but for the most part, our parents aren't like 90 years older than us. So if you want to like take the time to sit down and like talk to them, I mean, I think that's the coolest thing. They, it doesn't even have to be about their childhood or anything like that. But just like sitting down and taking that time to bond with them, it's beautiful because just like you're getting older, they're getting older. Mm-hmm. Every day is not promised. Mm-hmm. And there are so many moments where I like thinking back on it, where I wish I could have just been able to sit down and be like, okay, so tell me more about this. Or wh- like, why, girl, sir, not girl, this mm-hmm. is Linda. Um, why why is it that you do this that way why is key lime pie your favorite like if i could sit down and just like take the time to have really gotten to know glenn better like i feel like i don't know you don't really realize things while you have them and i don't want to say we take things for granted but we do essentially we take things for granted because it's it's like oh it's always going to be there it's always within reach yeah and like father's day last year was I don't even know how to describe it. it. It wasn't like a normal feeling. And then like this year, it's still not going to be a normal feeling. Cause like, unfortunately I am now a part of that club where you have to go to a cemetery to talk to your dad. Like I didn't think I'd be going through this until I was really up there in age. And I don't know. I think, like you said, we really don't celebrate fatherhood and fathers the way that we should. And it, it sucks because then you end up in a situation like this. You're kind of just like, what the heck? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it it's, it's part of life. You know, You it, it's the same. You don't realize what you have until it's gone. And it, mm-hmm. it sucks because whether it's something as serious as losing your dad or, you know, losing your goldfish, you don't really realize what you had until... It's going so you see a lot of people now, especially that I'm not even gonna say that we're coming out of the pandemic because people make it seem like we've just been reborn and everything has just stopped and I don't know, but um, but you know since the pandemic we've gotten gotten used to it. Let me say that um, you see a lot of people trying to take advantage of life in a, a better way, like going mm-hmm. out more, you know, saying I love you. You know, if you're thinking of someone, just reaching out to them, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make amends with these different relationships. And I think one of the, the harder things as we grow up is realizing that it's not it's not all butterflies and cupcakes and mm-hmm. not everything you do is going to be super easy. Not every conversation that you're going to have is going to be a conversation that you want to have. Like mm-hmm. those hard conversations, we have to have them it may take some time to have them you may want to plan it out a bit more before you just hop in and start saying you did this that, and third <laughs> pointing the finger because we we're trying to have a, a good conversation right now mm-hmm. and you know it's about it's but it's still about having them yeah and um you know it sucks for so many of us we again we don't realize you know the importance of getting to know someone or just you know saying thank you or saying mm-hmm. i love you while they're here or quote unquote giving people their roses now mm-hmm. so it, it it gets hard and you know it's again it's like these type of conversations that we're having and I hope that it resonates with someone else who's going through something like this where you sit there and say you know what I know that my dad hasn't been the best person or I know that I haven't been the best person to my dad let me let me sit there and try to make amends because you 
you truly never know how them leaving this earth is really going to affect you because some people have had estranged relationships for years and years and they see they see that casket being pulled down and it hits you completely different Mm -hmm. you know so yeah I'm all for trying to mend a relationship oh can't talk (laughs) y'all I'm all for trying to mend a relationship I'm all for y'all getting to know your daddy. Screaming. <laughs> yeah, you know never him. know. Because I, I definitely myself have those moments where I'm reflecting, like, if my dad or my mom was to leave right now, like, are we on good terms? Like, would I, would my soul be at rest? Obviously, I would be upset, but would I be okay with the last thing that I said to them, mm. you know? And I think that's something that, you know, I see a lot of dads doing sometimes too, a lot of a couples specifically doing with their kids or between themselves of making sure they're not going to bed angry with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that I would take up in my relationships with my spouse and my husband too, because you just, you just never know nowadays. Exactly. Like it's, the Bible always tells us that we shouldn't let the sun go down um, on our anger or while we're angry. Don't quote me, look it up yourself. Um, but it's it's 100% true. I literally was on Instagram a few months ago and this guy posted a picture of his dad in a hospital bed and he was just like, the last conversation we had was not a good one and now they're telling me you're not going to make it. And it just, it hits so differently because it's like, whoa. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did not mean it and I personally have never done this, but for people who are like, I hate you or I, you know... Again, I've never done this. I wish you were never born. Like, you know, those type vibes. Like, when you say stuff like that, it's out there. You can't take it back, unfortunately. Even if you were to be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, it's it's there. You've already put it into the, you know, the mist of things. So, I just... I don't know. I think we definitely need to love on each other a little bit more in, in the appropriate manner here, people. But (laughs) I hope y'all was not. I was not. But like, I just feel like we definitely need to just appreciate what we have while we have it. And I don't I can't speak for everyone, but I ordered the Father's Day gift yesterday. So hopefully it gets here on time. Y'all still give y'all got some ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't if y'all got some ideas. Listen, men are not the easiest to shop for. Some some dads are simple. You get them a little tool kit. You get them a, like a, a, a grill set or something like that. Oh, I saw the sweater that you wanted. You know, some dads will paint it out for you. Paint the picture, hang it up in the living room, put the they date. They told you three, four, exactly. five months in advance. You know, it's it's worse than women who want to get married. Like, they'll, they'll put it out there, you know. And then some dads is just like, well, get me what you think I'd want. Right, or I don't want anything. Oh, like, the worst. No, so I don't if want I nothing. really don't get you anything, you're going to look at me crazy because I done got her something. Exactly. Boy, let me get my mom something and not get guilt for something. Or Jesus be a fence. Nah, it wouldn't work out. I, I'd never hear the end of it. Mm-hmm. I remember one year. I Listen, one year. Um, I don't know why. It just slipped my mind. I was like still in middle school or something like that. And I didn't get a Father's Day card. But I went to go see my dad, you know, like we pulled up. He wasn't having it. He was very upset. And I just was like, is my presence not, not a presence? Enough, right. Like, I don't understand. You got me. Like, 
Wiccan Hallmark do that I cannot? Like, I don't understand. Like, I was a little baffled. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I saw where he was coming from. Because it's like, if he were to show up on my birthday at my birthday party during the birthday celebrations and not have, like, something, I'd be looking like, yeah, sir. Like, I don't know. Like, parents, parents be making off like bandits. They get their day and then they get their birthday and then they get Christmas. What do, what do kids kids do you have a kids day other than what the PNC Art Center hosts now every you know couple of some parents will be like I start wrapping up things the doorknob exactly the refrigerator <laughs> lights all right this, like okay you see this <laughs> do they come on like bro we're like all right mom all right we got it but I I, I 100% think that we should make a a bigger deal out of it and even like off topic but grandparents day i didn't know that was a thing yeah i did not realize that grandparents really my grandmother has not said nothing and we are not going to make it a thing because listen <laughs> listen when is grandparents day i don't know i know it's a day but i don't i've never it might be this month it might be i might be lying to you september but i already like told my grandmother she needs to start taking her uh, advantage of her senior privileges every single day because I'm like you're 90 you'll be my grandmother will be 91 this month like sis you better say scoop scoop when you start walking <laughs> down the street and I need to get the first in line exactly like, I will personally take her to IHOP so we could go get the senior breakfasts I'm hollering like I don't my I don't what's the senior age what is it I have I'm not gonna hold you I don't know I feel like it's 55, but I could be wrong. It might be 60. I think my I think it's 60. 60. My grandmother is turning 70. So guess what, Grams? <sighs> <laughs> Pulls up. Get in, loser. We're going to IHOP. Cause... I'm hollering. What's up? No, but honestly, I feel I feel like dads play a significant role in your life, whether they're there or whether they're not. Sometimes that absence will, like, jack you up. And then sometimes it is a gift a blessing in disguise you don't know what that man was capable of and he was not there for a reason so i understand here talking about mended relationships and then she goes here and say you don't know what that man capable of no i get it i may sound hypocritical but you don't know what he was capable of you don't know why god removed him from your life listen what's that post i asked him to remove all the fake people from my life and then his grandmother died or something like that like you don't know why people leave the way that they do you need to just you know accept it keep going or if you want to have that mended relationship that we just talked about i talked about you know go find them life is short get the answers that you need i don't blame you i i quote on that i definitely agree with getting the answers that you need in life period because some if you need that closure says you need that closure i know they'll quickly tell you to let it go but sometimes in life certain things you can't let go it's very hard Mm -hmm. some things are truly worth letting go but certain things that really eat you up at night that can be solved through a phone call or just going a bit of an extra mile just to get it out your way Mm -hmm. will really sit there and you know do wonders to your soul exactly and if that's what you need you shouldn't be letting nobody steal your joy i don't care what who it is you now shouldn't. i ain't saying going out here and kill and no stab no, and no 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 we said phone three calls the tires <laughs> because that's what's on your heart no phone calls <laughs> conversations not cursing people out either i don't i don't encourage that if that's what you got to do listen that's your business but i think that you just sometimes you gotta 
let people know how you feel and then more importantly sometimes you have to hear it straight from the source right like your mother could sit there and tell you a hundred times a day your father yeah like your father was no good you know uh he wasn't fit to be a dad you know like he trash okay i hear you mom but i'm gonna go get it from him right and this is no disrespect to moms because i feel like a lot of the times they'll be like oh was I not good enough? Like, what was my word not good enough? I told you what happened, blah, 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 blah. When we're at the store mm. and they tell you that you can't use that coupon on that specific item, right. you want to know why, don't you? Right. <laughs> you want the explanation. Um, was the cashier's the word not good enough? Like, sometimes you just need that explanation. Um, I don't know. I just, I think that it's better to... Do what needs to be done, even if you don't like the outcome. I'd rather him be like, it is what it is. You're absolutely right. Thank you for this conversation. Have a blessed life. Right. Then for me to just never know. Yeah. that I'm telling you that what that what if, that da da da, da will really eat you up. It may mm-hmm. not eat you up forever and ever, but it might eat you up for a while. Yeah. Man. Hit it on the nose. Hit it on the nose. Doop. Oh. Uh, no, but uh, I... Do you have any other thoughts or contributions? Yeah. All I can say is life is beautiful, y'all. It's a journey. Life is truly a journey. And I know, um, again, we're only 25 and I sound like someone aunt and grandma. But as I've gotten older and just started to experience different things and, you know, you see so many people now like dying and taking their lives and one day I just saw a girl whose boyfriend it was on I think it was on shade room and it was like her boyfriend had got killed eight weeks prior to her graduation then a couple hours after she graduated she was killed and I was just like my god no way like it's not funny I'm not laughing I legit like but it's just like a what so like life is truly a journey and I know right some things are going to be um, you know, quicker to understand than others. Some things are going to be a bit darker than other things. Some days are going to be better than others, but it's about just saddling up and, you know, working through it because there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Now that light may mm-hmm. seem really small, like when you're right here, but as you start to go along, it gets brighter. Mm-hmm. So it's really about holding on, praying, um, having faith and really just, you know, doing what's in your heart. Agreed. It gets better. I can't give you a day or a time, but it gets better. I promise. Um, if if I could, if we could end it on like a really light note, um, best piece of advice that your dad has ever given you, um, your favorite memory with your dad, um, and let me see one trait personality skill thing that you picked up from your dad and remember remember those because i'm not going to remember that order oh. <laughs> well, about dad you all gotta go in order no you don't gotta go in order i'm about to say so if you know my dad you know he's he jokes all the time and it really drives me crazy sometimes but i definitely feel like i've picked that up for him because i like, if the situation's getting heavy or, like, so I like to just throw a joke in there to, like, bring it down. And my dad is very good at that, like, in realizing how situations are, you know, getting a pretty intense mm-hmm. and bringing it back down to, you know, bring that peace. So I definitely think I've gotten that from him. Um, 
one thing that my dad has instilled in me, proper planning prevents poor procedure, the five P's. And um, he's really instilled that in my life um, to make sure that, you know, you got to plan for certain things. You know, things are going to come in. You know, you may not plan three, four months in advance, but if you start realizing that something's going to happen, like you need to, how are we going to go about it? We can't always cry over spilled milk. We got to, you know, we got to move forward. So I really appreciate him for that. Um, best memory? Um, dang. Hmm. That's hard. <laughs> There's a... There was a time, it was the first time we went to Disneyland, and I was tired, bro. Mind you, I'm a little kid, I was tired, but we were doing a lot that day. And I remember, um, this was when they used to do the Nickelodeon, like, slime and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't think our episode got aired, or I just never watched it, but I was on there, and they were like, where's your parents? And my mom had ducked down already, because she was like, absolutely not. (laughs) And all you see is my dad, like, jump up like me it's me (laughs) and I was just like oh my god but that's really one of the funniest memories because he's always been there you know even when you know my mom may not want to take the spotlight like he's and not to say my mom ain't been there because she's gonna curse me out (laughs) (laughs) but um we seen you girl I know you there but yeah like he's always quick to jump to be like yeah that's you know my daughter like that's that's who she is and that is one of the biggest memories because it's like the whole world needs to know that you're mine. So, shout out to my dad. He claims you in public. Oh, he does. And he sometimes I'll be like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to claim you. Um, okay. I'm going to double up because, like I said, I got a bonus dad. Um, all right. So, best piece of advice. My dad, when I was in college, I was like, beat, y'all. I was through with it I didn't understand I was on the phone with him one day and I'm just like he's like how are you and I'm like I'm alright you know it is what it is and he was like no this isn't the end it gets better from here I promise you and I know that don't sound like a piece of advice but it literally like when he said it like I don't think y'all understand how broke down I was like my whole everything kind of like warmed up um and it just it really like it hit and I I keep that with me um it gets greater later is one of the things that he always says so that's that with Glenn he really didn't give me like any I won't say that I'm sure he gave me advice I just can't remember it off the top of my dome but Glenn was one of those people where he just kind of let things like roll off his shoulders and he pushed through um so he definitely was the type of person that would tell you like just keep going no matter what it is, just keep going. So just keep swimming. Um, that's the second one. As far as like fondest moments, the one that I can remember like off the top of my dome from my dad, I was again in college. I was a senior in college, finna graduate. And at my school, we didn't have like the super cool channels. I heard a lot of schools have like HBO and like Cinemax and Showtime. Caldwell? Howard? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> like, we got rats, but we can get <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Not rats. Oh, no, but like we literally had like your basic cable. So it was like USA Channel 7, blah, blah, blah. Bro, that TV. 
Go ahead, because I'm thinking about, oh. And listen, there were days where my TV stayed on TNT, and I believe TNT showed all of the Star Wars movies, and it got to the point where I've literally seen almost every single one, every single episode, um, and I was obsessed. And I would be on the phone with my dad, and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm watching the Star Wars movie. And when I came home that Christmas, like, we went to go exchange gifts at his house and he had wrapped all of my gifts in Star Wars wrapping paper. And to some people it's like, oh, he was just being like a jokester or whatever. But like, that was the most like thoughtful, like heartfelt, like I just was sitting there like, wow, you really sat there like while you were at the store, even if you didn't have like the intention okay. to go for it, yeah. like you still bought it and was like, Shania would like this. So it was just like, oh, my heart. Um, my most like fondest memory with Glenn, we were making like banana pudding or we were making something that required uh, a crust. So it couldn't have been banana pudding. And then like it had like pudding in it. Okay. And I was like, I want to do it. Let me pour it. Let me pour it. And he allowed me to do so. And it was one of those spring form pans and we didn't set it up right or I didn't set it up right. And I went to go pour it and lift up the the pan and everything just fell like it splattered all over the kitchen. And he walked in and he just started laughing like he had that look on his face. If you know, you know. And then he started laughing and I was like devastated. I was like, I've ruined it. He hates me. This is when they had just got married. So I just knew I was on like his sugar list from that point on. I was like, he spent so much time making this here. I am ruining it. Um, but he was really cool about it. Um, traits that I picked up. I have my father's temper. I step out of character like sl- like slides. Like it's very simple. It yeah. the simplest things trigger me. Mm-hmm. It and it's bad. That's nothing to brag about. But I'm letting you know. Look both ways before you cross me, because it literally takes the simplest things. And then from Glenn, I would have to say it's like. I haven't fully adopted it, but the jokes, I feel like Glenn was, Glenn was definitely a jokester and like he would use comedy even like at the worst times. And I'm just looking at him like, are you for real right now? Nobody's (laughs) laughing. (laughs) Let it like read the room. But just look at your child like, all right. Yeah. yeah, I I like it. I like it. But I know no one else is. (laughs) So I, I feel like that's definitely kind of like a lump of my fatherhood experience at not as a father though y'all get it so yeah i i hope y'all really take the time to celebrate the men in your lives whether he's your uncle your older cousin your whatever if he played i'm screaming again they get their day sometime soon in the future i'm sure society will make it but right now we're celebrating the man who had to come together with your mom to create you (laughs) or someone who stepped up in that role right that didn't buy you a Birkin bag. So, this conversation, you already know. Are you shotting? Are you sipping? I think I'm going to sip to this because it's like, it, it's insightful. Maybe next time we might have a real dad sitting in the middle and be like, tell us. <laughs> um, but no, this was this was fun to talk about because it really like made me think about my dad's. Yeah, I definitely am sipping to this too. I think dads definitely does 
Why can't I talk, y'all? I definitely think uh, dads deserve a toast to a lot that they do because a lot of it goes unnoticed because mm-hmm. they really just about be out here grinding. Shout out to all of our friends who are fathers as well. Happy Father's Day to y'all. But mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely think dads deserve more flowers than what they get. And to those people who give their uh, dads flowers every day, single day, shout out to you. But if you haven't given your dad or, you know, your uncle, whoever is that father figure, role model, mentor in your life, a call, call them up today. All right. Ring. But yeah, y'all, I think that is it. Thank you for watching. Make sure you like this video. If you're listening, make sure you like as well. Subscribe mm-hmm. to us on YouTube. Subscribe to our podcast channels on Sam Clow and on Apple Music. Apple Music, Apple Podcast, y'all. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, you don't know. We got something else coming. We're exactly. coming with the beats, baby. Mm-hmm. But all right, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Bye, y'all.